Welcome to Emergence Radio Talk, where you'll be inspired and motivated by the journeys of movers and shakers from all around the world and those who are occupying and taking dominion. Emergence Radio Talk with Dr. Tavara Johnson. Welcome, everyone, to Emergence Radio Talk with your host, none other than Dr. Zavara Johnson. And you know me, I'm always excited for today's show. Uh, what I want you to do is go ahead and invite some persons to listen in if they're not tuned in. As you know, this is one interview, a conversation that you really don't want to miss. And today I have a very special guest. I'm telling you, she's walking in her God-given purpose. And she is just making a life and making a, an impact in the lives of so many people that she encounter. Uh, so I want to welcome Evangelist Tamala to the show, and indeed it's a pleasure to have you back here with me this evening. Thank you so much, Dr. Tavra. I am so honored to be with you once again <laughs> and to hear your voice and to be able to expound on the Word of God and just encourage and inspire your audience. Yes, and thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. Um, it's really exciting to have you back on the show again um, to even talk mm-hmm. about all the new things that you're currently doing. Of course, to be able to encourage as well as inspire our listening audience tonight. But before we go, before we get started, I just want you to let our listening audience know just a little bit of who you are and what it is that you do. Well, I am a Woman of God, first of all, and I love the Lord. I am a minister um, where I am associate minister at my home church, and I am a mother of uh, three adult children, <laughs> and I am married to my husband, Brian Coleman. We've been married for 17 years. Um, I am a five-time uh, international best uh, selling author. I love to write. Um, I am also the editor-in-chief of Inspire Christian Magazine, where I, I actually have a lot of ministers, authors, entrepreneurs, anyone that has an inspirational story, a testimonial story, I feature them in the magazine as well. And I also have a podcast that I air every Wednesday at 7 p.m. It's entitled The Outpouring Podcast Show. And I've been in the podcast for approximately right now, probably going on five years now. And I love it because I love to inspire others. Wow, that is amazing. Yes, podcasting, um, you know, I think anywhere we can really utilize your voice to be able to help to inspire others is truly a blessing. And there's so much joy that you really, really get from it. Um, yeah. And so that's truly, yes, you know, and you do you do so much. Um, of course, being a mother, <laughs> a wife, I don't know how you do it all, <laughs> you know. But, uh, you, know you know, we as women, these our ways and we sometimes how we do certain things, but um, you know, since we're on that, I just want to kind of find out from you, like, how do you um, manage? I wouldn't really say balance, but sometimes it's hard to balance. But how do you really manage like all of the things that God would have entrusted you to do? You know, and still maintain your sanity. <laughs> you know. Yes. Um, basically, um, you know, I, people ask me this question all the time: Where did you find the time to do all that you're doing? 
But I always tell people that when you love what you do, it's not like work. Um, I know how to balance everything. I try to balance things. You have to balance your family, of course. You have to balance time with your spouse. You have to balance time, you know, to get in that time um, um, daily. I I do a little bit daily, a little bit something here, a little bit, and I know how to schedule my time out. Um, I, I just love what I do. And God gives me the grace to do it. You know, if it had not been for the Lord that's given me these platforms and, you know, utilizing them to um, speak to those that are lost and to speak to those that don't know the Lord and to just encourage somebody, I, I, I'm really encouraging myself anytime I'm encouraging someone else. So basically keeping the balance, and, and first of all, I do wear a lot of hats, and I also work a full-time job as well, but I work from home. <laughs> So that kind of helps with the flexibility to be able to do a lot of what I do. So basically balancing it is no problem. I know when I've gotten tired, you know, when I'm getting tired or overwhelmed, I know how to sit down, rest, and regroup and allow God to refresh and renew me. So basically it's the balance is I love what I do, and it doesn't seem like work. <laughs> you know, that's important, you know, for persons to know that. If it's something that, and, and again, and this is really how you can even tell sometimes your purpose, you know, for those who may be struggling with even knowing their purpose, um, it does not yes. feel like work. It, it, it gives you so much joy. Yes, you yes. know that it comes with a lot of work and weight, but you don't feel it because you love what you do, you know. And yes. so I think that is really a, really a good point to talk about, you know, loving what you do. You talk about scheduling. So, you know, if you're listening in and you don't have apps, or whatever it may be to help you schedule and manage your time, that is definitely something that you utilize even for time management. And then, like you said, you know, do a little here, do a little there. Um, I think some of the times we become overwhelmed whenever we try to do so much um, all at the same time. Like we, that we have a whole lot of things to do, but <laughs> when you take it off piece by piece, then it's less mm-hmm. overwhelming for you. But trying to say, oh, my God, how am I going to do all these things one time, <laughs> you know, yes. one time. Yes. That is really, really good, um, you know, what you shared even in that. Um, so thank you so much for your transparency that we're listening in and trying to figure out, you know, well, hey, seems like it's just out of control for me. How do I manage or even balance all of it? This is some of the ways in which you are able to do so. Now, yes. of course, you know, you you are um, your your five time international best selling author. So I want to congratulate you for that, and of course, congratulations for your newest anthology that you are a part of, titled "Woman Be Free." Um, I yeah. want you to share with us. Well, number one, why did you feel that this book was a good fit for you? That's number one, um, and also, what do you hope for the readers to? Um, gain as a journey the pages of your chapter in this book. Wow. Well, to answer your first question, I wanted to be a part of this anthology. I um, want to also just thank Reverend Allison Daniels, who's the visionary of the book, in whom I have grown to love dearly. And I thank her for the opportunities because she's a woman of God. Um, she's brought in many, many women um, to write um, under her leadership and f- visionary as um, anthologies. 
And this is the, um, the third, I think the third book, I, I'm almost losing count <laughs> of the books that we have done. I've worked with her alongside with her. Um, first of all, I wanted to be a part of a group of women who love the Lord, first of all, and who are not afraid to tell their stories and to share what God has brought them through and brought them out of. And so Women Be Free, this was, wow, um, out of all the books I've done, and I've, I've wrote many books under my own name, I have written over close to 16 books on my own in other anthologies outside of working with Reverend Allison Daniels, and this particular book, Women Be Free, it touched me deeply because there was a time in my life where I was not free. There was a time in my life where I allowed the scars of my life, my past, to, you know, to justify who I was, and I had to realize that God already preordained me from the beginning. While I was yet in my mother's womb, he knew me, and he already preordained me. So how can I say that, I, I, you know, I'm not who God says I am? Well, he is who I am. He is the Lord of Lords and King of Kings. He is the one who has guided and led my steps thus far. But in my childhood, I was um, physically um, bullied. Mentally, I was bullied, and I could not find a way to get out of it. And I always grew up in the church. I always, my mother always took us to church. I always knew the Lord, my sister and I. And I, when I really grew and had a relationship, a close relationship, a true, real relationship with the Lord, that is when I really realized who I was in Christ. And so with this book, Women Be Free, I wanted to tell my story and to let other women know that what doesn't matter what they've been through in their life, it doesn't matter what people have said in their life or did not say in their lives, it's time to be free and be who God has called you to be. Um, the What I want the women to really get out of the book, whoever reads this book, and it's also not just for women, it's also for men, although it, it entitles women be free, men can also be free from the things of their past. And I want women and the people that are reading it to know that, you know, you are who God says you are. And I want the takeaway for them to be my chapter in the book um, is overcoming the scars and be free. Overcoming the scars mm-hmm. of your past, overcoming your scars of past relationships, overcoming the scars of what people have said and did not say to you in your life, overcoming the scars and be free and be who God has called you to be. And that's basically why I wanted to be a part of this anthology. Wow, that's powerful. Yes, I'm Reverend Daniel. She's such a gem, um, most definitely, and she does bring a lot of women together. Um, But, like, this particular book, I really, you know, once I found out about it, I was like, wow, women be free, you know, and I I began to think about the the many people who are bound um, and yeah. I love what you're overcoming, like overcome the scars, right? Because there's yeah. so many people, they allow the scars, and we've all been there, you know, to yeah. define for a period, and then, you know, like you, you're free, you break out of it once you begin to really know who God says that you are, or you believe, I should say, who God says that you are, as well as who yeah. he is calling you to be. 
I think this is uh, is, is amazing. Um, and I know so many people once they read your your chapter, well, at least the entire book, but also your chapter, um, it will definitely help them in in the area because you know, of course, you know that there are a lot of people who are struggling um, mm-hmm. with being free, you know, and having their past scars um, hold them hostage. And so, one of the things too, I want to ask you is. Um, at least just to provide some inspiration. You have someone who's tuning in right now and, you know, they are presently, um, you know, they're listening in, they're tuning in, and they're like, man, like, I just feel so bound. I just want you to just provide some words of encouragement to them right now. Yes, yes. Basically, whoever you are that are listening right now, I want you to know that God loves you with the everlasting love. And first of all, whatever um, you're struggling with right now, whatever it is that you're bound with, whatever it is that has you in a complacent place or position, you need to seek the Lord. Um, I've learned to do that through seeking the Lord daily. I learned to do that by speaking um, great things into my own life. You know, we um, we speak into the lives of other people, but do we really speak the life speak life into our own selves? And sometimes we um, we let ourselves go to the point to where we're all we're trying to you know be at the the needs of everybody else, but we don't take care of the needs of ourselves. And so I had to learn to do that. And then I had to learn to love myself. So if anyone is listening today. Learn to love yourself. Learn to love yourself. First love God and then learn to love yourself. And then let whatever it is that's holding you back, um, not to define who you are, because God has a plan for all of us. He has a plan and purpose for all of us. And I, I just love when God just just lets me know how much he loves me every day. When I wake up in the morning, I speak all types of things uh, in my life because I don't know what the day is going to bring. I don't know what God is going to do in my life. But one thing I do ask the Lord, who is it that you would want me to help today? Who is it that you want me to call today? Who is it that you want me to inspire and encourage today? Because I find that when you let go of your own problems, your own situations, your own circumstances, when you let it go and think about somebody else, that's when it, that's when all the, everything God begins to bless you. And I always ask God, Lord, bless me to be a blessing to someone else. Yes. So whoever's listening today, ask the Lord to bless you that you may be a blessing to someone else. First of all, you're already blessed when God wakes you up every morning. You're already blessed when you have the breath in your body. And so when we think about all the things that God is doing in our lives, I can't, I can't, I tell you every day, I have to give him praise, give him honor and give him glory because if it had not been for the Lord that was on my side, where would I be? So I just want to let someone know, encourage someone and inspire someone today. Let them know, let go of the scars and be who God says you are. Release all the anger. Release all the pain. There's purpose in your pain. And a lot of people don't think that. They don't think that there's because they're going through something, they're struggling with something, that there is not a purpose, but there is purpose in your pain. And God loves you with an everlasting love. God bless. Listen, you're trying to take us to church today. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I, I, I love 
you know, you said something that I think is so crucial when you talk about, you know, speaking to God, yes, no, finding out who he wants us to minister to because a lot of times if we can get out of our own way with our issues and our problems, said, um, and as we begin to minister or speak or encourage other people, it really does help to uplift our spirits as well as some of the things that we're dealing with. And also sometimes when you speak to some people, you'll be like, man, what they going through is a far worse than what I'm I really shouldn't yeah. be complaining, you know. Yes. Um, or I have, I have so much to be grateful and thankful for to God in spite of what, um, instead of what, in spite of what you may be going through. And then you talked about, you know, the declarations like speaking over your life. Um, I think mm-hmm. people don't understand how serious as well as how important it is to speak positive things over your life. You know, we, you know, we know that the Bible tells that life and death is in the power of our tongues. That means we really yeah. have to be careful what we say and what we speak um, yeah. as well. And just releasing it all to God. You know, a lot of people struggle with that. Um, mm. There are times where you may say, okay, oh, okay, I'll give it to God. Then you come back from a day later, oh, let me pick the thing back up. Mm-hmm. You know, because God is passing them yeah. for us. Um, you know, and just telling us, you know, hey, just release it, release it all just so you can really be um, all of who God is calling you to be. Man, this yes. is this is powerful. This is truly, um, <laughs> yes. this is really powerful. Um, also, so one of the things you shared um, about working in, in, terms, in terms of anthology and, you know, doing a collaborative book with so many women, um, how has that been for you? Because I know sometimes you live in an era where, you know, people say it's difficult or it's hard to work with other women, right? Mm, um, yeah. really don't want nothing to do. Sometimes it's other right? How has yes. um, that experience been for you? Or, you know, or what are some of the things you do to Ensure that it's it's a great experience for you because I mean not all of them are not the same. Um, you know, how has that been? How has really that been for? You? What advice would you give to other women out there who may be struggling on with collaborating with other women and in actuality sometimes missing out on their blessings or the places that God desires to take them because they are afraid to collaborate with other women. Yes, and it, I tell you, I am, I'm so blessed um, to be connected to many, many beautiful women. Uh, my first anthology um, that I decided to be a part of was almost five years ago. And the visionary of the book had, um, and actually it's, um, you, your pain is um, from purpose to pain, from pain to purpose. And we all did our own stories and had our own chapter. And I actually was the only one out of Atlanta, Georgia, and they were in South Carolina. And I actually traveled. (laughs) My husband and I, he went with me, and I traveled so that we can do how the release of our book. We just went all out. And the visionary, she actually was overcoming cancer. And so it was so it was so beautiful because I had never physically met these women before. It was only four of us. 
And I only met them when I we talked over the phone. We had different discussions for the book to come out and release, but I never met them personally and physically in person. And when I went there, it was just like we were sisters. It was just like we, God, it was a divine connection. And so I would say that since I've been doing endologies and since then, that's all I've been doing. I've written my own um, bio since then, uh, my own life story since then. But I have been a part of many anthologies. And I can tell you, it's nothing like it. When women come together, I've also been a part of with women and men anthologies. But when women come together and we share our stories and we encourage one another through our stories, it's nothing like it. And the connection. I have been able to connect and stay in contact with these women over six or seven years just from one book. And I've never met these women. I tell you, it has been a blessing. And I would encourage anyone, if you are um, thinking about writing a book, start off being a part of an anthology. That will release your, your fears of trying to get your own book out there and try to do it on your own. Because we have pulled together in one anthology, and this is how I really became an international best-selling author through the anthologies. And it's been six times. I'm six times. Well, now it'll be six times after this book because I'm, I'm believing God for this one, Women Be Free, as a bestseller. But many of the anthologies have been the way that God has blessed me to be a, um, best, a best-selling author. So I encourage anybody that you're thinking about writing a book, Go ahead, be a part of a group of women that are out there. You can reach women on Facebook when they're asking for women and men to be a part of anthology. Jump on it. See if it's a part of what you would like to do and if it fits in with your gender. I am a Christian base. I do, do everything faith, Christian base, um, Christian faith. And so when I met Sister um, Reverend Allison Daniels, she also told us, she's like, the spirit tells her, who needs to be a part of the book. If they're bringing something other than Christ, then they're not a part of it. So I tell you, God will lead you to the right people, and it's a blessing. And I'm sure it's been a blessing to me, and I know that it will be a blessing to someone else. I think that is really good what you shared in terms of, you know, I mean, you gave a lot of nuggets, but really saying that utilize anthologies, you know, as a way just to, to – almost test the waters, you know, to see if this is something that I'm interested in, is this I will enjoy. Um, what can the, of course, the publishing or the, you know, just the whole book process uh, be like mm. as well. And so, you know, I think that is really good in there, sharing with them to seek out those who are, within, you know, that, that matches your purpose and what you desire to do, what you stand for, because you really mm. cannot put yourself on any and everybody's platform because I tell people all the time, yeah. the minute you go on someone's platform or you have them on your platform, what you're saying to everyone else is that I endorse this person and I endorse yeah. what it is that they do. I don't think that people yeah. really, um, you know, quite understand really all of that, but that's really what you're saying whenever you do, um, you know, things like that. And so, I, I want to say to you, thank you so much for sharing that because, like you said, and, and, and I've been a part of my anthology before, and I'm still friends 
you know, with those people who you've done it with, and then you're able to, you know, create a network of even resources, you know, like people mm-hmm. who you could go to certain things or whatever it may be, you know. Um, and so I think people really need to to understand um, all of that. So definitely thank you so much for um, sharing that and then also what you're saying that, you know, letting people know, hey, I'm faith-based. So yeah. if you're anything that you're doing, or you desire to be a part of, you really cannot be afraid to let people know what your faith is. If you believe in God, say you believe in God. If you don't believe in him, yeah. well, say that you don't believe. You know, Come but on, let yeah. it be, you know, so people can know and, and everything can be in proper alignment because not every opportunity that you see, you know, you're supposed to be a part of, you know, and, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Exactly. You know, so um, thank you so much for, for sharing that. Now, one of the things I want to ask you, um, you know, as it relates to one of your biggest accomplishments, like what are, you know, you've done so much. You know, you talk about being an international <laughs> best-selling podcaster, you know, mother, wife, you know, you still hold a full-time job, you know, the magazine. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I'm sure you have a lot of, I mean, I, I follow you on social media, so I've seen all the accolades and everything else that you have going on, you know. Mm-hmm. But what would you say is, or what would you say that you consider to be one of your biggest accomplishments thus far? Wow. Um, I would say becoming a minister. Um, I was just um, or, um, licensed two years ago, two years to two years ago, but God had been preparing me many, many years ago, um, even while I was a little girl. Um, for ministry. And so I would say that was my greatest accomplishment out of everything I've done, just ministering and preaching the word of God is my greatest accomplishment as far as what God has called me to do. I look at everything else is just extra. (laughs) It's just extra. Um, Because as a minister, we're supposed to always be ministering the word of God, um, teaching the word of God, encouraging and inspiring others. So basically everything else is just following suit right now um, with what I've been doing all along. And so that I would say that would be my greatest accomplishment. And I know that God called me to do that. And so everything else he's just adding to it. It's just been added to it. So that is my greatest accomplishment is to be a minister. Yeah, being a minister is definitely something that is, um, you know, very rewarding. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we truly thought that you're able to, you know, do all of that at the same time. So I would want to say to you, know, continue to go ahead and, and and you know, do that. But one of the questions, too, I want to ask you is that for persons who are, say, struggling, so I'm glad that you mentioned about you being a minister. So mm-hmm. I, I want to say to you or at least ask you to, to provide some advice for persons who are struggling with accepting their ministry purpose, right? Um, a lot of mm-hmm. times we, you know, we don't mind doing marketplace, but sometimes we don't want to deal with the church folks or deal with these other things, you know, the other things mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, letting people. Because, I mean, really you're saying that, hey, I serve God. You're saying that I'm willing to uh, go through whatever it is that God may have me to go through when I give him my yes, right? Um, mm-hmm. And so some people are afraid of the weight of that all, especially based on some of the things that they would have seen other people go through, even though, you know, there is still restoration because one of the things you mentioned is that there is purpose 
um, in your pain, right? And yeah. so sometimes that comes with a lot of yes. So, you know, what? So I want to say to you, you know, what, um, or at least to provide some advice for those who may be struggling with accepting their, and particularly their ministry purpose and what God is really calling them to do. Yes. And, you know, we all struggle with that. We're human. You know, um, I think everyone is trying to find what their purpose is. And first of all, I want to say this do not allow the Facebook, the internet, social media to make you feel like, okay, you see this person doing that, but you don't know their story. You don't know what it took for them to get there. There are people out there that are even pretending. And so, you know, we base our lives and what we're doing and, and we look at, well, why, how are they doing that? And I, I know I have something inside of me. I know God has put something inside of me. I know I'm supposed to be doing something more with my life. Don't let social media define who you are. God has already defined who you are. And you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And he already has a plan and purpose for your life. So what I would say to someone that's struggling with right now with their purpose and what they're supposed to be doing with their life, seek the Lord. Pray. Seek the Lord. Go before him. I had to go before the Lord, prostrate before him, before I even knew I knew already when I was a little girl, because as a little girl, I was baptizing kids in my neighborhood. And I, because, you know, I was in church and everything, and I was baptizing kids. I was using my a bowl from my mom's kitchen and filling it with water and baptizing the kids in the neighborhood. There were lines of kids in the neighborhood. I don't even know, you know, but I, I was true, real about it, you know, at the time. And the kids were coming and they were lined up. And I was like, my, my, my God already knew. He already knew. Even though from that time, and I was only around 10 or 11 years, probably younger than that. And then I, I lost my way in between. I wouldn't say lost my way, but I, I, I just left God. And I, you know, I went in my teenage years and then I got married and then in the early twenties. And then later on in life, before I even hit 30 is when I really had to really seek the Lord because of, I was, because I was struggling with who God had called me to be. I was running from it. Somebody's running from their calling today. So I want to let you know today, stop running, seek the Lord, pray and ask him. Lord, what is it that you have for me? What is my purpose? What is it that I'm supposed to be doing? Really, truly in our hearts, we already know what we're supposed to be doing, but we're running away from it. And so I just want to tell someone today, stay in the Lord. Allow him to lead and guide you. Listen to the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit comes to teach us and lead us into the right way. And so when we do that, we can't go wrong. Continue to stay on the path and the journey that God has you on. And don't look at and compare yourself with anybody else. That's where we make the mistake, comparing ourselves with other people. And that we, and when we do that, we lose our focus. And then we take our eyes off God. So see God, pray, and allow him to use you for his glory. And first of all, listen and be led by the Holy Spirit.
Dr. Taylor, are you there? Okay. Yeah, I think you lost you for a minute. Yeah, so, you know, what's amazing, um, you know, in terms of you sharing that, you know, we already know what our life's purpose is, but we tend to, you know, probably think that God is going to change his mind concerning what he's saying, or maybe right. he's going to give us a, a assignment, you know. Yes. Um, and, yes. that, and that also when you shared about, you know, baptizing the neighborhood kids, like, you know, <laughs> clearly, I mean, it can't get any clearer than that, you know, what he's calling you to do. And also, the comparison on social media, a lot of people do look at, you know, persons on social media say, well, you know what, I can't play like this, or I can't do that like this person. You know, God has called you to, he's calling you to do it a particular way. You know, and you have mm-hmm. to get to the place where, you know, you accept the fact that, you know what, this is who you are. Like me, I tell people, I'm not no preacher. You ain't catch me hooping and hollering like I won't be in all of that, you know. But <laughs> time, I know, <laughs> I know where my gift is. I know where my lane is. So that is where I stay, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I want to say that to any imagine, like, if you're tuning in and, you know, don't look at what you see other people doing. As a matter of fact, some people are performing. So they, they people mm-hmm. have gotten good to performance, but then they don't have no anointing. That's a whole nother, a whole nother story, yeah. you know. So um, definitely just realize that, you know, social media is really only a snapshot of, a snapshot of the lies of so many. Like a lot of people mainly only put the good stuff on there. How many people do you really see put the bad stuff or even the transparent moments up there, you know? And so mm-hmm. uh, for you just to go ahead and accept whatever it is that God is calling you to be, how he's calling you to do it, and just flow with him because that is where your success is going to come. When you flow in him and with him, the way which he's called you to to him as it relates to to ministry, whatever it is that he calls you to do, and so I just want to thank you so much for that, um, Evangelist Kamala. I mean, just you've just been giving us some really great nuggets today, um, powerful words of wisdom and encouragement as always, and I truly, truly uh, appreciate your transparency in all of what you have um, and all of what you have been sharing. And so, you know, it's definitely um, like it's been a powerful interview. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. But um, one of the things I want you to do, you know, uh, before you go, is just share with our listening audience, you know, ways in which they are able to connect with you, any upcoming events that you have, product services, as well as your social media handles. Okay. All right. Well, I can be reached on Facebook. Um, and my name is Tamala Coleman. And also on Instagram, I am Tamala Coleman. Also, if you also have the Inspire Christian Magazine email, you can um, email me if you're interested um, in being featured in my magazine. Um, that is email inspire, it's N S P I R E M A G 22 at gmail.com. So it's inspiremag22 at gmail.com. And also um, the Outpouring Show. I do have my Outpouring um, podcast show that airs every Wednesday um, at 7 p.m. on seven platforms. And you can reach me at TC Praise as TC Praise, P-R-A-I-S-E, the number 14 at gmail.com. Awesome, awesome. Everyone be sure to... Go ahead and follow Evangelist Tamala. I'm telling you, she has so many amazing things going on, and you really don't want to miss 
all of what she is doing. And so thank you again, once again, um, Evangelist Hamela, for coming on the show, just to inspire our listening audience tonight. And everyone, you know, I truly appreciate you. If this is your first time tuning in, I pray it will not be your last. And, of course, to my faithful listening audience, I cannot do it without you. And so thank you for rocking with me um, week after week listening to all of the amazing and captivating stories and words of encouragement and inspiration and motivation from all of our listening audience, um, from, our, from, our, um, from our special guests. You know this is the show where you will be inspired to emerge, occupy, and take dominion. Um, for those who like to connect with me, you can do so on my social media handles, um, Tavara Johnson or Dr. Tavara Johnson. Then I have TikTok, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, <laughs> Clubhouse, or you can send me an email at info at savarajobs.com if you want to connect with me, if you want access to different programs, as well as even be on the show or even in the Emerging Leaders magazine that I have as well. And so, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in today. I love you all, and I will see you all next week. Blessings. Thank you for tuning in to Emergence Radio Talk. For more information on Emergence Radio Talk, Emergence Mentorship Program, or Women to Women Mentoring Program, be sure to visit www.tavarajohnson.com. If you would like to be a guest on our show, email us at info at or follow us on all of our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Periscope. That's Tavara Johnson. Stay connected and updated on all upcoming events. Until next time, thank you for joining.